the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. B7Dev.com is the app development firm dedicated to helping entrepreneurs go from app idea to success because they understand startups and don't charge you huge fees just to get your app off the ground. Learn more at b7dev.com. From Apple features to ASO to influencer marketing, you will learn all the tools and tactics to make it in the app space. Learn more at appmastersacademy.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Young, and welcome to another beautiful Friday YouTube live stream where we answer all your app-related questions. We take a look at your apps, and then have some fun with some dad jokes in between. And today, I've got a phenomenal guest. You guys probably know him from his popular YouTube channel called Overpass Apps. I'm super excited hey. to talk about all the apps and a bunch of ad mob questions because I know he loves getting those type of questions. I love ad mob questions. Let me introduce the guest. His name is Eric Ruley, and he is the founder of Overpass Apps. Go check him out. Overpassapps dot man. I don't know the UK extension, uh, Eric. Just dot co dot UK. Dot co dot UK. Yeah, but all that is linked up into the YouTube description as well. Eric, welcome in. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for finally at the same time, the same place. And unlike when you were on my channel a couple weeks ago, no technical difficulties. I mean, no pressure, but yeah, no technical difficulties. Dude, I was like, oh, I'm still fuming about that. But no, it's great <laughs> to be here. Well, Eric, I want to officially apologize for taking over the same time slot. When I decided to do these things, I had no idea you were doing them at the same time, but I was just like, Friday seems like a good time, 9 a.m. Okay, first thing in the morning, let's go. And then I come to realize that you and you know, with the comments, people are like, hey, you're doing this at the same time Eric's doing it. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. No, I think it was like, you know, for a while I was thinking, well, I was thinking, is Steve, is he doing this on purpose? And then it was like, <laughs> and then I, then I started thinking like, and then I started realizing that there was no, the only reason I did it at Friday at like 5 p.m. UK time right. was because it was the end of the week. And then I was like, you know, and I'd go home and I'd have pizza with the kids and everything. But like, that was like years ago. So like now it was like, you know, things have changed. And I thought, well, you know, just might as well move it to another day. Just see what it's yeah. like. And, and, and there's times where I would do the live stream because I could, as a developer, I could be, go the entire week without talking to anybody. Right. Mm. Or like just a few people or just clients. And it's just like, there's there are times where just like you're, the code's getting you down or you got client issues or whatever. And you're just like bogged down, but I would feel really jazzed and excited after the live stream. It was almost like that was fun. So I thought if I moved yeah. at the beginning of the week, even that, that would be better. So, so now I do it on Mondays. I mean, you know, who doesn't like Mondays? Yeah, I admire you for that because I, I I enjoy them too. And then for me, like I get jazzed. I would not do it Friday afternoon because I am a wreck. <laughs> Usually I'm a wreck after like Friday after lunch. I'm a wreck. I'm ready to put some Netflix on and just chill. But I want to say some hi to, to a few people here. David's here. What's happening? Raja is here. David said, hey, Joe. I don't know who Joe is, David, but are you here? We we'll love your advice on the UI. Okay, maybe he is asking for Joe. Joe, you're getting popular, brother. So that's good stuff. Johan, what's happening? Bianca, always good to see you. Leandro is here. And then Sharif, or Sharif, yeah. Hello, Steven, Eric. I appreciate your efforts to teach and share your knowledge in the app space and world. Wash hands, wash hands, wash hands. Oh, yeah. That was. <laughs> and then Sarp is here. Which app will you guys audit? Sarp, I think it's one of your apps. So I'll, we'll go through the apps. And we usually, what we'll tell you guys when we'll email you, my team will email you when the apps are going to be audited. If you want us to take a look at your apps in the audit, go to appmasters.com slash audit. We're seeing some really good feedback from people. So if we have taken a look at your app and you've made some of those changes and then you've seen some improvement or have not seen improvement, please let, reach out back to me. But Eric, let's start with this, man. I mean, you have the luxury of working with clients and building apps for clients, and then you have your own apps. Is there any trends that you're seeing or you're focused on certain types of apps for you? Well, lately I've been doing just a lot of client work. So like for me, I, there's a lot of businesses that are reaching out and they want something for like a small user group. So for like, for the longest time I was looking at 
ASO in the app markets and, and getting everything out there. And, and still I am, I'm waiting for that next big idea and just get something else out there. But I've got my, my own apps, my existing apps, uh, which are still out there and I'm just going through and update them. And really for the last few years, I've just been updating the ad mob and everything on them. Uh, mm -hmm. and, start, and, I, and I do this thing you know, where I start working on something and then I just sort of peter out and I, you know, so I don't go on with that. So, but a lot of what just keeps me going and keeps the lights on and, and, and keeps the team going is, is client work. So uh, a lot of like enterprise apps. So just putting oh, nice. stuff for, yeah, like stuff for, you know, like a, like insurance companies, like a couple construction companies are clients, um, you know, uh, food production companies. There's just, you know, there's, there's just loads of stuff out there that there, I mean, there's lots of opportunities out there in the, in the client space, you know, world, but, and unlike a lot of developers, it's, it's just knowing how the app markets work. And, you know, it like, I'm just, I'm so used to deploying stuff. It's just constantly, you know, no, like if something changes on iOS or like on the app store, app store connect or Google play, it's like, yeah, I notice it right away. Cause like, Oh, what's this now? What do they want to know this for? Why is this going to be different? So, so I've been doing a lot of that stuff lately and then helping other people with their applications too. So a lot of our, so some of our clients are corporate, which is nice. Corporate's nice because they have an existent, existing user group, but there's sometimes it's working for private people and they want to put stuff out there onto the app store. And it's thinking about, mm -hmm. you know, what is the monetization methods and you know, how were they, how was it actually be found? You know, what's the, the discoverability method, like how they actually be discovered and stuff like that. So. But that's like a lot of what I've been focusing on lately and mainly, yeah. But also, you know, my own apps has just been, my own apps have kind of taken a backseat just because there's been so much client work lately, but there's still, I do my revenue reports and I did, did one in January and every, I mean, everyone, you know, it was like a lot lower than it was in the past few years. And that was all on me. I had like a suspension last year and, and uh, got it reinstated and everything like that. But mm -hmm. yeah, so. I think the big trend I see in the app markets, though, is just how difficult it is getting ad revenue. I mean, AdMob even sent an email this week saying, like, um, talking about the ad limitation, which is a question I get, like, asked every week. And they're saying how, like, every application is going to go through this review period. So there's going to be limited at first until – and they said it should take 24 to 48 hours. But I think for a lot of people it takes longer. But I just think ad revenue is just getting more and more difficult going forward, uh, which has always been my bread and butter. Yeah, you know, in the past. That's interesting. So. I like that. Hey, Eric, the the other thing I want to talk about is you got a phenomenal YouTube channel. You you know, I'm always jealous at your numbers. I, I will be frank with you. I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking at your numbers. I'm like, dang, Eric. The do you, you know, what has the YouTube channel done for you in your business? And it's something that, you know, we have people in the audience who have their own apps, maybe they have their own agencies. Is this something you would recommend to them? Yeah, you know what? I would recommend anybody to put stuff on YouTube. And I think the, the thing that terrified me in the beginning when I did the first one, same thing, because I talked to lots of people who want to do it. Like they're running their own businesses. They want to do their own videos. And it's the thing that scares you. Like what would scare me is I think, what if somebody I know sees it? Or what if you get mocked immediately and, and stuff like that? But in the beginning, the nice thing was nobody nobody watched. So it was just kind of put stuff out from time to time. And I was, I was doing it. So I started like the first video I ever did, I was too afraid to go on, on camera. So I just did it as a, um, a video scribe, kind of the whiteboard type thing and just did the voiceover. And then I, then I did, um, I did my first one with the, with a webcam and just, and I started doing it once a week. And then after like four weeks, like I, I realized I didn't have anything else to talk about. And then it was, but then I just kept going like, you know, once every week I would do one. And then I found that as the channel started to grow, I started to get stage fright and I would start to like, not even like, I would say, okay, every Friday I'm going to do it. And then sometimes it was Saturday and then sometimes it was Sunday. And sometimes it was just like, you know, I would, I was, I was supposed to take like, I was just going to do like a quick video, like just, and then it would take like a day or two days because I was too much in my head. And then like at the beginning of 2017, I think it was 20, yeah, 2017, I, I, I thought, I wonder if I could do it every day. So that's why I started my new year's resolution was I want to do it like five days a week. And then I started doing that. And then the nice thing about doing it more frequently was I got a lot of practice in, got a lot of reps in, uh, and there was so much out there. It was like, if like one of my big problems with, um, with the app store is that you can't be prolific. You can't just put as many apps out there as you want because after a while they start to say, 
4.3 guidelines, you're spamming the store or whatever, mm -hmm. and you have to combine these all into ones. But with videos, you can do any topic you want and talk about whatever. And, um, and a lot of times it was just, it just was putting stuff out there. And sometimes I could tell when I, I think it, it, it does better when it's like, I just talk about something I want to talk about. And occasionally I'll get too far in my head and I'll start thinking, what do people want to hear about? And then it feels forced. Like, you know, like I don't just, I, and the whole thing about the channel for me, and I've had people say like, um, what's the goal of it? How much money are you making? All that kind of stuff. But um, I, I do get, I do get a lot of client work from it. So like when somebody contacts me, they, or first of all, they know, I know what I talk about. They know, I, I know the right people, you know, and, and I'm you know, very honest about what I know and what I don't know. Uh, so it's been very helpful there. But my whole thing with it was when I started doing apps, I was, I was a software developer. I was doing contracting, but there wasn't a lot of other app developers out there. I mean, it was just like, it was kind of like on my own. And then I met a few others and then it was like this, Oh, we have this shared thing. So we're talking about ad revenue. We're talking about the app stores. Oh yeah, this problem with this. And, and the whole thing with the channel was not to be like, like people say, you should do a tutorial on this. And it's not tutorials. It's like, you know, it's, it's a, it's what well, the thing that was cool about it is a community. It's like a bunch of developers that come together. Like if we all sat at the same lunch table, like if we all worked at the same place, we sat at the same lunch table, we would say, Hey, have you seen what Google just announced? Have you seen what Apple's just announced? Have you, have you ever tried this? Oh yeah. I had the same kind of issue with that. And that's the thing that I really, that's why I really, I love doing the channel. I mean, I, I, I really enjoy doing it. And like I said, sometimes I'll get a few, like I was saying before, sometimes I'll get a few hateful comments and I'll, I'll kind of like, Ah, oh, you know, I, you know, my thin skin will get to me, but then other times I'm like, ah, screw it. You know, I'll just, you know, get the camera out and just talk about whatever. And, and I've, and so people will send me such cool things about their experiences. First of all, they'll tell me stuff that they've discovered. Sorry, Steve, if I'm just going on, no, you make me smaller than big. Um, but there's times where, um, people, they send me like things that they've tried and work. Sometimes they'll, they'll, they'll set questions. Uh, and, um, you know, it's just, it's been, it's been it's been fun because I think when we all just share the knowledge that we have without, you know, trying to say it's like without a motive, like, it's just like, you know, we're all, you know, like we're all helping each other out. Then we all get better at stuff and people share stuff with me. I mean, maybe not in the publicly, but they do a lot in the live streams uh, the same way I share it with them. So. Eric, I just like doing this stuff because I think yeah, as a like, producer, you, you got to have a, like jump, a lot of jump cuts, right? Like as a YouTuber, <laughs> you got to have a lot of jump cuts and just yeah. move things around like this and like this. It's, so it's a lot of fun for me. And I want <laughs> the audience to know I'm genuinely laughing when you're saying stuff. So it's more of a reaction <laughs> shot from me. Okay, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. No, I'm, I'm the same way. Like you don't know how like I, I was trying to think. Should I do it like I'm standing up? Should I, like should I set up the light? And everything? <laughs> I did. I did kind of like when I was setting everything up. So I got to look. Got to look good. Yeah, you do look good. You look so relaxed and like, hey, let's talk. Oh, yes. JoJo's here. We want Joe because we have this other Joe. Is here. Joe says, hey, even Derek part two. This should be a great live stream. Thanks yeah. for being here, Joe. And that's the Joe that Derek David S was talking about. Brandon Brothers is here. How's it going? Moem, what's up? What's happening, what's brother? That? Anthony R. Thank you guys for everything you do. Much appreciated. Moment. I don't understand English very well, but thank you for your content. I like, what is all this stuff? Like, thanks, Doc. Th what is it? Some code thing? I, I, I don't know. I think it's, yeah, I think it's on the, if you look at it on YouTube, I think it's. Ah, uh, okay. Naeem, like hello. Naeem, come on. Come up with a better way of saying hello. Yo. Yeah. So, yo, thinking into this while I work. Well, Celtic Whispers, I won't tell if you won't tell. And then we've got, thank you. All right, Steve Majors. Let's talk about this. Damn Comedy says, Steve, how do you get a banner at the top of their apps? How do apps get a banner at the top of their apps on the App Store page? So let me go to that real quick. Derek. <laughs> no, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> you have anything you, you want to add to that? Or well, it, I always assume it's like search ads, right? It's just the. Um... I think Damn Comedy is talking about apps like this. And I think I oh, okay. have to pick a big one. I'm going to pick Calm for example. And I think he's talking something like this and damn comedy. I think it's just, you got to know somebody in the app store. Like Apple has to know you and love you because most of us are going to fall into, let's try to find, Oh, they got one too. Look at that. You got to get super popular. These guys, most of us are going to show like this, 
But if you know somebody in the app store, they like your app, they've been featuring it, you might get lucky and get something like that later on. But I don't think it's something that you can control. All right. Kevin, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kevin. Steve Majors is here. And then Steve Majors, can you all suggest a good and reasonably priced app developer to finish my app? Um, yeah, you know, it's one of those things, Steve, is like taking on an existing app. It's like a lot of times, I, you know what? I look around. I mean, you get that NDA signed and everything like that. One of the, like, you know, a bad developer will say, Ooh, we need to rewrite it from scratch, but like, you just need someone to finish it, get it over the finish line. So it's, um, I mean, yeah, it kind of depends. Like it's going, looking at somebody else's code is like looking at somebody else's like bedroom. Like you don't know what you're walking into. Like you're like, you know, you don't want, you're kind of like, you know, let me have a look at it and then and see what it looks like first. But, um, um, yeah, I'm sure there's loads. I'm sure there's loads out there. I'm sure um, lots of people will comment on uh, giving you some suggestions. But Eric, is this something that you, I mean, you make you make apps, so reach out to Eric. Too. I do. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just yeah. I mean, I, I, we can have a look at it. Yeah, if you want to get in contact. But it's um, you know, a lot of times I'm you know, it is really busy at the moment. But you know, definitely can have a look. All right, good stuff. And if the reasonably priced threw you off, Eric, like, no, I work with these yeah, big yeah. guys. Come on, big, big no, guys. I'm not reasonably priced. I want to be like, you know, extraordinarily priced. <laughs> <laughs> I figure, I figure. All right, Eric, I don't know if you prepared for this, but I got a dad joke. It's a favorite okay. part of my show. I've got a dad joke, and then we'll go into some of the app audits. All right, Eric, I once swallowed a book of synonyms. I once swallowed a book of synonyms. It gave me the sorest throat I've ever had. <laughs> So guys, if you guys like that joke, give it a one if you enjoyed it. But if you thought it was super lame, give it a 10. I know I'm doing opposite. All right. And Steve Majors, you already got somebody who said who can take a look at that. All right, Eric, let's go into some of these app audits that we got and give them some feedback from an expert like yourself. So we got this, the motivational quotes. And oh, let me pull up my, hold on one second. All right, here it is that I'm looking for. Sumit, Sumit emailed us about this and he said future growth so to admit you're doing pretty well man i think you've got a million plus downloads so super awesome i love that the file size is small anything you want to add eric before i start uh no i haven't looked at it i thought it was pretty cool the way it said that new quotes were added hourly you know yeah how, i saw how that, that too yeah, I mean, how does that work? I mean, is it is there a team of people working on it? Is it a machine algorithm? I'm thinking for more for like a technical point of view, but um, but no, I, I was pretty impressed with the numbers on this too, and yeah. really good reviews. Yeah, I like it. So I'm just gonna take a look at where they rank from a. So they're pretty high, and I think what a, if what I would do, Sumit, is if you if the keyword, the main keyword you want to go after is motivation, maybe just put motivation rather than motivational quotes. So think about that. I think motivation probably has more traffic than motivational. And then what I also want to cover for you is this icon seems tiny. And the, the fact that you have a quote in here, I would try to A-B test that a little bit just to see if it performs better. Because I have to imagine, I mean, let's take a look at the app stores here real quick. I'm going to go to the Play Store and you know you rank pretty decently for motivation. So let's take a look at what it really looks like. Let's see how well he ranks for motivational quotes. Okay, he's got an ad going there. So he's number two for motivational quotes, which is great. As you can see, like, you know, it's super small. Like I can't read that text. Yeah, I, I kind of thought that too. It is, it is a very small icon. I would try yeah. to, I would try to see if I can A-B test that. And you can do that pretty easily on Google. And then what I will also look at is don't always think when you think about future growth, don't always think more downloads. Think about how you can better monetize. Because when I was looking through the app, it was, I didn't see the revenues. So I think you're pretty reliant on ads as a way to monetize. So let's take a look. Let me help you with, okay. Huge collection of motivational quotes. Uh, I think it's too much text. Like, have a nice headline. It's like you can just put huge collection of motivational quotes as a big headline. Mm, would you like? Sure. 
and allow. I don't know if I just did something that I shouldn't have done, but let's yeah, I did that too. All right. Always free. Cool. Every hour. I like that. Done. Let's take a look. If you want to quit. Yeah, it looks like it's all ad based. Let's see if there's a monetization here. Nope. I guess these are the ones I've liked. I mean, I like it. I think, look, we did an app audit on this other app, but that was on the iOS side. The first number one of the one that this app right here, Eric, that's this one, this motivation one. Uh, yeah. Man, you don't see it on my computer. But anyways, that one was making 600,000 on the app stores, according to Sensor Tower. So that one's doing pretty well. Like what I would think about is, Man, can you, this is frozen? This, I hate AirDroid sometimes. It just doesn't pick up. Oh yeah, I have a real trouble sharing a um, Android screen. I always share iOS because, mainly just because it's easier. I always lose my connection. Yeah, this connection's off right now. But anyways, I think what I would try to think about is how can you better monetize? Is there a subscription that you can throw on top of this versus just purely built, being reliant on ads? Because I think as Android starts picking up, you are probably going to start thinking, or people are starting to monetize. And I've heard from other developers that their Android revenues are starting to surpass the iOS revenues too. So I apologize if it's not connecting anymore, my AirDroid. But it, like, like Joe said the same thing in the comments. He's like, hey, no IAP. Even if you started adding remove ads or some subscription models, I know the number one motivation app that we have that I can pull it from here is making about nine grand on Android. So it's, you know, like it's not impossible for you to start making money off the ads and you already have done a great job in terms of downloads. I'm sure you're getting a pretty decent amount of daily downloads that you can start thinking about how do you better make money, more money off the downloads that you're already getting. Yeah, I mean, it's something about someone looking for motivational quotes and someone who's very success oriented, they might mm -hmm. be willing to remove that ad at the bottom more than, than it, they would on another app, like a game or something like that. Because I would think that if I was, you know, if I buy um, a motivational book or a book of quotes or something like that, you know, I'd want it to be a hardcover as opposed to paperback because, you know, that's the frame of mind that I'm in going for that topic. I don't know if you agree with that, Steve. No, I, I completely agree. And I was trying to bring back this mirroring, but what I also want to show is as you're showing quotes and assuming you know your app a little bit more, but as I'm looking through quotes, like you can disturb like the, so what I'm doing, ah, it's not connecting. <laughs> but anyways, ah, what's that? Technical difficulties. <laughs> you like it. It's not just you. Because <laughs> oh, this Android, this Android it's, it really sucks. But as I'm swiping through the quotes, let me see if I can bring it up so you guys can see what I'm trying to get to, is you can show an ad and you can show a premium screen, right? Because you have a, a feed of quotes, but then if I tap into one, it becomes a main quote, and then I have to swipe left and right to get to more and more quotes. And so you can also think about like, hey, maybe during these quotes, instead of showing a quote, I can then show an ad or show one of the premium features. Look at what just happened. I You interrupted with me a, a video ad, which super annoying in my opinion. I think there's better ways of monetizing off of that. So take a look at that app audit that I did about that motivation app, number one, the one that's right above you submit, and you'll start to pick up different monetization ideas that you might be able to implement within your app. Pretty good looking app. You know what I've been amazed at, Eric, is mm. people have been emailing for these app audits and they've had tremendous downloads. And you would think there are people that, you know, just starting to get going, maybe don't understand app marketing. But an app like this with a million plus downloads, people are just starting to do that. And I think what I'm trying to transition the conversation to is, hey, you got downloads. Like even if you have 50 downloads, it's enough to start fixing the product and making more money off the downloads that you're you are getting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially with the numbers like this one has, I'd be afraid to change something. I mean, I would be like, if something's working, like yeah. I think an experiment, yeah, that's great. Cause I think the icon, yeah, you're right. I think the icon could definitely be, you know, could be changed, but- um, <laughs> You're being too nice. <laughs> huh? 
You're being too nice. Yes, your icon should, <laughs> yeah, should A-B test that icon. It, it is a little bit small. You might be able to get better downloads and better conversions with that icon. icon. It's, not, it's a small A-B test that you can do within Google too. All right. Vojtek, hello. How are you doing? Morandir, how's it going? Zayed, how's it going? And then Avish. Pavil says, what's your take on Flutter or what is this? How do you say this? Xamarin. Xamarin versus native. So I so I like using, so I use both Flutter and Xamarin and I do very little with native. I mean, I, I will use native if I think there's something where I'm afraid there's not gonna be compatibility or plugin available. Something like if I know something's gonna have Apple Watch uh, functionality or something on it, then probably it'd be best to go to go native. But I just I like being able to code things one time and be able to have that. Um, I mean, to be able to, and I know a lot of people talk about it. You know, well, and but first of all, I called. Um, um, let's see, I so I've been using Flutter today and Xamarin just throughout the week, and um, and I, I think mm -hmm. they both have their. Uh, their pluses and minuses. Xamarin is very much Microsoft focused. So, but it's, you can still do some really good designs with it. Flutter is just, you know, really, you know, beautiful and, and elegant in the way that it, that it, that it flows. Um, and if you talk to a native developer, they'll say, I know how to do both. You know, you're, you're just being lazy. You don't want to learn it, but I like being able to just do something in one thing and have it compile, compile to both. I mean, even if you're on like say windows, you still kind of need to have that test device and be able to test on the actual devices. But, um, personally, I prefer using the cross platform frameworks whenever possible. I mean, and most of the time it's possible. So. Well, I like what Cord Funk said. Yo, Eric, it's a safe place. Xamarin's trash. <laughs> it's, it's not. Look, I've been struggling with it. So Xamarin could do some cool things. But okay, here's what I like about Xamarin. Sorry, I don't want to get really geeky. But Xamarin, I like the fact that data binding is easier in Xamarin. I just find it easier to do that. Uh, but I do like... You know, I do like the hot reload works so much better on Flutter. Just doing something like a rounded rectangle, hiding something and showing it where you don't have to write this converter and XAML in a Xamarin form is just so much easier in Flutter. But, um, you know, and, you know, like, so we, sorry, I don't, this, this might be boring. I'm going off too technical. I'm getting, no. I'm getting That's my, why you're here. Off. but um, like, so connecting to Firebase, like I've been, we did, we did a couple apps where you and Xamarin connecting to Firebase, not a lot of documentation on it because Firebase is Google and Xamarin is Microsoft. But like with Flutter, you know, I basically took this application that was started in Xamarin, moved it over to Flutter. And it was just like, there was so much out there. And it was just like, we just flew through the development on that. And I say we, I mean me. So <laughs> yeah. I like it. Okay. I want to get to some of the feedback that Joe has too. Joe's a yeah. great, Somebody just great to have in the comments. All right, he said something about the banner below. So this app bar seems very unnatural to me. Muscle memory would bring my thumb right over the banner to around the UI. Very true. So like yeah. this banner, maybe put it up top. I like that, Joe. Joe's a great intake on that. And then he says, I wanted to click on the app on the results page so I can read the quote. Oh, okay, that's good feedback. Maybe it is good to have this little tiny thing so that you you want to actually learn more. So. Well, I might be stupid on that one. And then maybe maybe that's your intention for easy banner clicks, but it may frustrate users. Yeah, and that's what I would recommend is figure out ways, other ways to monetize. I know Android, you might feel like, hey, maybe I can't monetize. I have to rely on ads. But I think even when I was talking about this, as I'm getting through these quotes, you can easily show an ad. I know Duolingo does this where, you know, they'll have a little brief moment of like, hey, you know, this ad helps support us. And you can sort of show an ad by doing it there. Or just, you know, on a swipe on stop me on five swipes and be like, hey, would you like to get five more swipes and watch a quick little video ad rather than showing me that video ad upon whenever I was swiping or however long I was within the app. Yeah, that would be better for native. Ads. Sorry, sorry, with native ads there, wouldn't it? I mean, because banner yeah. ad it just sits there at the bottom and you have that that footer, um, the, sorry, the tab menu at the bottom, which is just pushed up, which just looks weird. But a native ad would scroll through it and it would just be like you're scrolling, you'd see it every mm -hmm. so often. It would just. Yeah, I like it. Okay. And then Bog, Bog Yesh, please review my game. I haven't spent any, we'll start tomorrow, but tune. No problem. 
this is all you got to do, appmasters.com slash audit. You can do that, Babesh. And then let's see. We got some feedback on the jokes. 10, James thought it was super lame. How dare you? No, I'm just kidding. That's what I'm going for, James. JoJo said, my daughter's going to love that. Bianca, give it one. One is good. One is good, Bianca. One is good. And then Joe says, I'm, I think it's a brilliant app icon. The lion and tiny text capture my attention. Okay. I like it. All right. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a great way. Maybe we should all do that now. Let's A-B test that. Okay. Okay, SARP is going on. All right. Joe, Jew, Jew, I think it's Jew. I'm working on my first iOS app as a novice developer. Should we worry about cyber attacks and hacks, Eric? Uh, I, I don't I don't think about it. So I mean, it, it depends. I'd only be worried about cyber attacks and hacks if you have something on the server. Like if you have something that's, you, I mean, yeah, you have to think about that. But I'm, yeah, I'm never usually that concerned about what's on the device itself. I mean, they're really good about sandboxing and actually, you know, I mean, let's see. If you have a local SQLite database, you can you can encrypt it. You could use um, you know, you can encrypt the local database. If you have something on the server, you should be using some sort of authentication to connect to the server. But, but yeah, I mean, it's it should be a concern. But you have to think about what you're actually, I mean, what's actually could be compromised, right? If it's, it depends on how serious the data is, you know, how, how it could be stolen. Um, you know, is it something where, the nice thing about mobile is you have data on each and every single individual devices as opposed to if somebody hacks into a central server, they get access to all this data. Maybe they can hack into their local data, but it depends on, on the architecture of the device itself. I know that's a roundabout answer, but anytime somebody talks about security, you don't want to say, you don't want to say that it's unimportant because it is, but in a lot of situations, um, you have to think about what's the importance of the data that you have. iOS, uh, iOS and Android are taking, they take security very seriously where you have all these privacy policies and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think when you do any kind of development, you have to think about how things could be hacked and, um, you know, um, you know, Simple stuff, simple stuff like SQL injection. You could easily, you know, try to download your um, your package just going into Xcode and going to devices and try to download it, and then go into that on a on a Mac and see what it is, or download the APK and change the APK extension to a .zip extension and unzip it just to see what's what's available there, right? And that's without going to any decompil decompiling kind of tools, which I don't know that much about. So. I like I have yawn. It's like speaking another language. <laughs> we should always oh, do that. Uh, that was it. <laughs> All right. Branded Brothers Games, and we'll get into the next app. Ask, as developers, what benefit does it have for us that a user registers into our application or game? For example, Facebook. Better retention, better engagement? Yeah, I think, I mean, you get better ads if you have, I mean, first of all, if you, if you, if your users are registering with Facebook and depending on what kind of information you request about them, I mean, that just makes your app more valuable in terms of marketing, in terms of, um, it, it depends on, on your monetization strategy. So it used to be that you could send all this. I don't know if you still can, but it used to be like you could add this stuff to AdMob. Like you could say whatever their location or their gender or whatever. If you happen to know that information, then they could target ads a little bit better. And I know things are getting really like the privacy and everything gets a lot stricter there, but just the fact that you could get somebody to register, then you know that, you know, you know who they are, whatever. Uh, for me, um, one of my big pet peeves in, in app development is when you hit, when you log into an application, I shouldn't say this because some client apps might do this. Um, but like when you open up an application, the first thing you hit is a registration screen. Like that just bugs me. Like before you have the chance to see anything like that. So I think, um, but if you can get them to do it and you could get them to share and you get them to all that kind of stuff, I think it's, I think it's good. I don't think it's, you get into the privacy things really there. So, which are changing and evolving all the time. Yeah. And I think what you can do is a friend of mine did this in his app, but they had this little pop-up where you register, you can X out of it if you don't need it. But what they saw was a really great uptake in email registrations and then utilizing email as an email marketing channel to then re-engage users. And one of our clients, we just helped them like double their 
their main goal was to try to get people to work out. And by using email marketing and coming up with A-B testing different subject lines, we're able to double that KPI, getting them to work out because then they become a better user. And we know everything else works really, it's a big old domino effect once they do that first workout. So I think yeah. it is beneficial, but give them, if you don't really, it's not crucial to the app, then give them a way to X out of it. And Calm does the same thing. They, they ask for you to register. If you don't, you don't have to register to use the app, but then eventually you would want to register and they'll ask you for registration again. And I want to get to Bianca's question real quick before we get into the next app audit. Bianca says, need 50 downloads per day to start making headway or what is the minimum daily download to get traction? I think Bianca, like any, I would say 30 to 50 is enough to just start thinking through your monetization and how you're able to monetize better. You know, wh why I always say 50 is because rooting from our indie success stories, we're able to 17X, you went from a dollar a day to $17 a day with just 50 downloads a day, right? By fixing the product. And we saw the day the app update went live, we saw the revenues go up. Like it was just literally the same day. And so it's these little improvements. Don't always think you need more and more downloads. Think like, how can I improve the product with the people that already are coming within the app itself? You wanna add anything to that, Eric? No, I mean, that that's, I mean, that sounds good. I think it's just, you get some sort of, get, just getting some sort of traction. Cause I mean, even if you're gonna do any kind of AB testings, if you don't have anything going there, you that that, that doesn't even work. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's good. Cause once you start getting something through, then you can start, you know, multilingual stuff and everything like that too. Yeah. All right. Let's get into Sarp is, I think it's Sarp that he's in the comments below as well. What? This is his app. Good goddess. I'm sorry. I was going to say good goddess women, well-being app, health, wellness, mindfulness. So Let's go through this. Transform into your best self. Number one well-being app for women. Self-love. He's wondering, you know, everything. <laughs> He's like, hey, acquisition, conversion, retention, and revenue growth. All right. So let's take a look. He's got some reviews. So the acquisition looks good. Anything? You're the guest, Eric. I'll let oh, you. Oh, yeah. No, I, I looked at I downloaded it. And mm -hmm. I mean, again, the first thing it was hit with a, bu with a bunch of questions, like um, questions towards women. So I kind of just... Uh, fudged it like I don't have infertility <laughs> problems and stuff like that but um but, but I, th I think it's a really beautiful app but it doesn't um so in terms of I mean I, I I'm really impressed with the design of it uh, in terms of actually getting to it um and what I did find was I mean it gave me a profile but so much of it seems to be um locked and to mm. subscriptions and I'm um and I was kind of wondering whether or not there's anything in the app when you don't before you actually um, uh, subscribe, uh, so but um, but I think it's I think it's a beautiful application and um, uh, yeah. So yeah. in terms of uh, of their actual like store listings and everything, I mean I like I like the icon, I like the um, um, just the general look of it. But well, here's what I would say, Sarp is I don't like when you are so generic. Women well help. You, I think you're trying to be too much to too many. And so I think what I would try to do is think through what it is that you're trying to solve for the women. And so like, it's hard to read self-love routines, just put self-love routines or special yoga and meditations, right? Like if you have all these features, I think that's great. Look, I'm not a woman, so I'm not your target audience, but this stuff I would prefer, maybe it's because I'm a man, but I don't know, but like, I would prefer to know what the app entails besides just saying like transform into the best version of yourself. I don't know what that means. I don't know what you're going to give me to transform myself. And so if it is, you know, routines or yoga, I think you have motivational quotes like this sort of tells me exactly what I'm getting within the app. Guided meditation, breath work, feminine tips, mantras, daily affirmation, relationship tips. I'll probably move this up a little bit more from a screenshot perspective. So it tells me, exactly what I'm getting right now. It just feels a little bit too messy. I don't know what I'm really getting from the app. Okay. That's a good point. Uh, okay, uh, cool. Let me get into the app itself and take a look there as Eric got into. Here it is. All right. Goddess. Let's take a look at some of the revenue opportunities. Hey, we're just talking about this. Yeah. Right, I'm going to continue without signing up. And I like that, that I have this little feature that I can do this. Okay. 
Unleash your fan powers to reset by Cool. I like that. A start. How old are you? All right, I'm going to give you all my details. What best describes your life philosophy? What is your life philosophy, Steve? All right, let's see. What did you pick, <laughs> Eric? Well, I don't remember. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Try to call me back. All right. Yeah, this was this. weird. That was weird. Up, yeah, that I know that I got that at the same at the same spot. It kind of popped up almost as if Albino was still in the middle of the. I'm gonna go with love, pleasure, and passion summarizes life. What do you value most in a relationship? Uh, what do I value? Passion. I'm an Aries. I love passion. Okay. <laughs> Well, see, this is one thing, because I just kind of, after the first two, I just sort of started randomly just tapping on things. And I, I didn't see the importance of the questions, and maybe that might have been something to, you know. Okay, this is about me, uh, my leading personality. Which of the volume has caused <laughs> issues? Nothing, really. Uh, I would say controller. If we were asked, don't tell my wife any of this stuff, okay? Yeah. I'm, I'm just <laughs> pretending. This is all pretend stuff. <laughs> Ask all these friends. How would they describe me? How would you describe me? I'd say you were the beauty queen. Beauty queen. Okay. All right. Thank you. Don't know why. I was going <laughs> to give you that. I'm maternal. <laughs> Which one of your characteristics is least likely, least liked? Okay. Mm. What do you hate about me, Eric? Uh, I think you're too mystical and mysterious. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm getting bored now. All right. Yeah, well, yeah there, there was a lot. I mean, there's like, yeah. Let's go. What's your stress level? I would say probably one or three. Oh my goodness. I don't even know anymore. I'm just putting whatever. Yeah. See, that's, I, yeah. That was kind of the same. Too much. Too much. But again, like we're, we're not your demographic. Yeah, exactly. I like this. I'm an Aphrodite. I don't know what you. Aphrodite? What did they come up with? Yep. Oh, yeah. Cool. All right, so here's the subscribe. So I think I would lead with that a little bit more. I think there's a lot of locks. I think right here, cool. I'm reading stuff about myself. And then show this, like, hey, maybe, you know, unlock everything. So I like this. I think I would still have a monthly and yearly option here rather than just forcing people on the monthly. Just depends. I mean, I, I personally would prefer to have two, a couple of different options. I feel like we as humans want options. We just don't want to be, you're sort of telling us, you know, you got to subscribe. Oh, you know what? I didn't see the first time. There's a, like uh, a, yeah. Yep. yeah, I didn't even see that continue with basic yeah. option at the bottom. So allow, I'll allow it, but you're asking me to do this. So when I hit continue, you should then ask for it. Okay, cool. Here's the problem, Sarp, that I always see with most people is, you know, you hit me with the premium option to subscribe, but now you're probably burying it somewhere in here. Yeah, where's the premium again? Upgrade to premium. Again, you super buried it as the last one. Show it somewhere on here. Let's let's see if I can find it. Unlock nice to, right here. So it's here, but how many people are getting down here? Maybe there's enough. I love this little social proof. I would probably move that to the top get them to get in that social proof, right? And see from your users, like, is this feminine tip the thing that they want? Or is it this today's plan, which I like feature meditation? I like maybe it's today's affirmations, today's inspiration. And then I think I would value that because it's digestible content, right? Like super quick, super quick, digestible content that I can get into, and then I see this unlock everything. I see this 606. I love that. I would move that up a little bit more. I have a fasting app that I use, and they, they do the same thing. Like people who are currently fasting right now are X amount of people. And I would show that in the very top because then you can show people who are using the app, not that number, and then the unlock everything pretty much higher up top to get people to be like, oh, wow, there's a lot of people here. Hey, I want to actually subscribe to unlock everything. Okay. Joe just says, Joe, Joe's mansplaining. Let's just, <laughs> I'm kidding. But Joe says the onboarding in goddess is quite verbose. I agree. And then I don't know if Mara Deer is a woman or not, but women love details, but don't come on, get out of here. I'm not going to make that proclamation. All right. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to add, Eric, on this? Huh? No, I, I think it's a, I think I really love the style of it. I think it, yeah, it's, me too. 
Um, cause I mean, so many of the apps I look at are just sort of, I mean, they're, they're developer driven where this looks to be much more designer driven, I think. But, uh, but like you said, it's the functionality that's, um, yeah. I said, I suggest skip fast this test. It can take quite a bit long. Oh, uh, a lot of people are saying it's a little bit long. Sorry. But again, you know, your target audience, but I do think that you can shorten it up a little bit too. All right. Let's see. We do have some questions. Hi, Eric. Janice says, thanks for li being live here. I'm developing Sleep Sounds app with lots of customizations. I want to know, will it be good to go with Facebook ads for revenue, then going with IAP? I think, I think you should do IAP should be the, the driver of it. Um, and Facebook ads should be that, that thing that's... And of course, I, I assume you mean revenue through Facebook ads. Yeah, I think, think so. I think you should you should do both. I mean, the Facebook ads, if nothing else, if they don't even bring you the revenue, at least it shows that there's you you get a lot more with the the app with the application itself. I mean, um, uh, but I think I think you should do both. You should have some sort of in-app purchase in there, and because in-app purchase is what's going to be, you know, ads are getting more and more difficult to do going forward. Um, but at least you get that free version going out to people. Everybody hates ads, but um, you know, <laughs> give them an give them the opportunity to get rid of them. Hey Eric, why are you said AdMob and I took a note of it this like it's getting harder. Why is it getting harder? Is it the inventory? Is it just the privacy issues? Why do you think it's getting harder? I think it's just it's, I think it's I think it's a lot to do with the privacy issues. I think one of the things I've been thinking about a lot lately and a lot of my you know most of my revenue came from AdMob. I mean it was like, you know, well three or 4,000 a month coming just from AdMob, which was cool, but I lived under fear that AdMob was going to be taken down for some reason. So like, mm -hmm. you know, there's, you know, there's fake, like, I mean, every week I hear about people like, oh, my AdMob was shut down. What do I do? And it's, or, um, you know, it's the, um, you know, why is it limited all this kind of stuff? And it's because ads are creepy. I mean, ads are following around. I mean, the, the whole iOS, uh, what 14.4 IDFA, uh, uh, request for permission kind of thing coming out. It's there. It's going to make it more difficult for having personalized ads and even GDPR a few years ago. Uh, it's all this stuff to protect our privacy going forward. And it's just making that ad revenue more and more difficult. And you think about a lot of society, societal problems have to come from this ad, this ad revenue, this, you know, everything is free and we're all click baiting each other now. And it's just getting to that point where, you know, it's just, if you can earn by not having ads, I think you, you should, you give your users a better experience, but, um, but I, but I also know you're competing with people who are having free applications too. So, uh, but Google is, I mean, they're, they, they, you know, they're, they will shut you down at, rather than, than check you out first. I mean, it's, and that's, it, it's to protect the um, people spending money on those ads. Yeah. So, okay. That's, yeah, that's my opinion. I don't. Um, well, I mean, you know, you know this stuff, right? Like you're you're reliant on yeah. it, so you, you wouldn't have the best experience on that. So thanks for sharing that. Court Funk says, "Yo, Steve, what is the average improvements either in revenue or downloads you see on projects you help with the marketing on?" It's hard to say on average, Court Funk, but like we've seen pretty good success. <laughs> that's all I can say. Like you've seen the YouTube videos where we have people back on and share that with 12x revenues for Super Mama. You know, Rudy has gone on to 92x. It's it's hard to just put an average on that, but I do feel pretty confident that from a product perspective, we can help you with that. And so oh, that's all I can say. It's like I, it's hard to it's hard to say. It, it's it's got to be really tough, Steve. I mean, I'm sure you like if somebody came to you with like like an app saying, "Okay, I've done this Flappy Birds clone, whatever," yeah. and it's just like some some I, I did this in like two days and uh, help me get it to a million downloads. I'm sure you get you, you got to like <laughs> I do get those type of questions too. <laughs> Do you, wait, do you have to like let them down easy and everything, or you just yeah. no? I say, hey, I got a great friend, Eric. You should go check him out. <laughs> <laughs> he loves this stuff. <laughs> Gorfunk says, in your experience, other than localizations and the icon, what is the one thing that makes the biggest difference that determines the success of the app? Gorfunk, I'll say it in a way that I've been transitioning this conversation in is, is conversion rate optimization. Is optimizing your funnel with the downloads you're getting. Right. Anybody can get pure downloads, meaning you can run Facebook ads, search ads. There's always ways to get downloads, cost effective ways. That's an easy thing to figure out. How can you make money off the downloads you're making? That's way more important. So that's what I would be focused on. That's what I've been 
really focused on with a lot of these app audits with everything else like sure i'm going to help you with the aso sure there's a lot of content out there but really focus on that funnel how do you convert your users you know eric and i we both have agencies so we're always thinking okay where are people going to find us and then once they contact us how do we convert them and that's more important to us than just having you know x amount of people always contact us all right what do you think eric anything you want to add no i, I think that, that makes total sense okay sweet all right let's i'll go through some of the questions as well joe was like hey steve how are things going with your sleep sounds app and monetization joe i'm going to update you guys soon i've been slow on it in terms of like updating we are shrinking the file size so i want to show you guys if that's made any improvement right now but i just haven't been able to test it and get that up and published all right cool all right let's go into that last app before we say goodbye but i've got a joke for you eric eric i just realized it's pancake day kind of just crept up on me that's the pancake I, my daughter loves crepes crepes so that's that joke. Eric enjoy that. I didn't even get a like courtesy laugh. No, I, I think I froze out. I, I thought that my internet dropped for a second there. <laughs> All right. No problem, Eric. I know that was super late. That's not like I said. This is what we do on a Thursday during dinner. I look up jokes and then I tell a, a bunch of them. And then my, if my son laughs, then we, we put it on the stream. That's cool. That's nice. All right. Avanish says, here, check out our game. Gameplay, music, and ASO strategy. All right. We got... Angry Pac-Man before we say goodbye to everybody. I like this. All right. Pac-Boy. Okay. Average Angry Pac-Boy. So new age pack. I think you got to be careful with that Pac-Man stuff. They might come at you. Uh, I would try to do is show a little bit more of the gameplay. Let's take a look and see if you have a video. I think with video, App Store videos, the one category is games that shows improvement so angry pack boy let's see see even if i see it like this it's kind of like uh am i really enticed to download this game and play it so think think through your screenshots because it's kind of boring right now and doesn't really get me into like wanting to play it a little bit because i think you're you're just chain you're just copying pac-man so let's take a look right so yeah, that's what I would be focused on. I think what I would also do is, you know, that Spanish Mexico trick. I would try to utilize Pac Boy, Pac Man somewhere right here in the Spanish Mexico trick because it's hidden. I wouldn't recommend putting in the US because I'm sure Pac Man will come down on you. But if you had to try to hide it, I'd try to hide it in Spanish Mexico, which is going to help your US localization as well from an ASO perspective. Uh, change this back to India. Feel free to jump in anytime, Eric. I don't want to okay. take over. All right, let's take a look at the game, and then we'll give you some feedback on the gameplay itself. Apparently, there's some music. So let's move this. All right. Choop. Choop, choop. <laughs> is that the music? I like it. Uh, all right. Angry Pack boy Instructions. Let's see. Goals to kill all the enemies. I think we all know what, how to play. Let's say, I wouldn't read the instructions. I never read the instructions. Bro, that's not cool. Oh, that's an ad. Yeah. That yeah, it is an ad. So too soon, too soon, too soon. I haven't even played the game. Okay, so I don't even know who I am, but there was a green and blue one. Yeah. I'm assuming I I'm the girl. I'm the, it looks like I'm the green one. Okay, I just went faster. So yeah, I am the green one. So there's a flaw right there. I didn't even know who I was. I saw this blue guy. Pac-Man, it's pretty easy to see who I am. You, not so easy to see who I am. All right. And show me an ad after I play. Don't show me an ad before it. You got you lost me already. This is the brutal feedback that I'm gonna give you. It's you lost me already. The gameplay is decent, but I have no idea who I am, and you're showing me ads. Before I'm about to play, show me an ad after, bro. Come on, come on, bro. Yeah, the, the, I was I was at the point where I was I was doing this earlier today, and um, where I got the star, I got the key, and I th and it's another something else showed up, but I wasn't sure what I was supposed to do. In the end, I just ran into the other guy, even though I kind of figured out wasn't what I was supposed to do. But there was I had no idea what else 
Like, yeah, it's kind of hard to tell what else you're supposed to do. And the beauty of Pac-Man is, you know, like you, it's already set into, I think what Crossy Road did well is like, hey, here's what Frogger did really well. Let me try to iterate on it. And I don't think you've done a good enough job iterating on the normal Pac-Man at all. Like make this blue guy look visibly like an enemy that I know I'm not trying to control. I had no idea who I was. Even if you showed up like, hey, you're green, and the green guy shows up and then big on the screen and then drops off, then it's like, I know that's that's me. But make the bad guy look like a bad guy right now. I have no idea who's bad and who's good. Okay. Thank you, Avanish. I hope that was helpful. Sorry to be so brutal, but that's what I'm here for as well. All right, let me see if I've got any other questions. Uh, my internet dropped. Good excuse, Eric. Yeah, good excuse. Nice save, Eric. <laughs> All right. Uh, Flaster Baster, we got this one. Full screen rewarded ads versus rewarded video ads. Which is better? Um... I don't know. I don't know which one's monetized better. I think I, I prefer just having just full screen interstitial ads because I've tried rewarded ads in the past and I didn't see a whole lot of revenue come from them. Like it, it just, and I tried to do once I've also tried to do in the past where I've had like, f like you watch five videos and then we'll unlock mm. a feature or something like that. Or like, yeah. but then it was like, you, you didn't have enough inventory. So they would show three ads and there was nothing left to show. And then people just got angry and left bad reviews. So, and yeah, I interstitials just seem to work best for me. But yeah. yeah, I would try. I mean, I would personally go with rewarded video ads. I think they just yeah. will do perform a lot better too. All right, Court Funk says, "What do you guys think about having a timed access period where everything is open, and after a given amount of time, lock it behind a paywall?" So, um, I don't. I th I just. I think that would be something that people would get really upset with. I mean. You, like I would rather have like premium features that you could, so you have to have something that's basic that you could give people. So it's, it's still an application. They still are giving you their attention. So they've downloaded the application. So, um, I mean, you could give them like limited access to those bonus features, but that's what the, like in a subs subscription trial is. It's like, so you can see how everything works for seven days or whatever. Um, but, um, but yeah, I think I think an app should do something, even if it's free, even if it's ad based. It should it should provide some value to the user, even if it's just basic basic value. Yeah, and I think it depends on the app, Corefunk, because sometimes this type of stuff will work, sometimes it won't work. So it really depends. I've got a couple of clients who have this particular model, Eric, and they're doing pretty yeah. well in the app store, and so are their competitors. So if like if you're seeing oh, other really? apps in the space doing something similar, then it might work. But if it's like meditate, I had an app that was a meditation app that did the same thing and Apple recommended they don't do that. Like just lock some features, unlock some features too. Mm. All right, Avanish says, thank you for the feedback. You're welcome, Avanish. I hope it wasn't too tough. You know what's harder is like when I'm talking to somebody personally, I can be a lot nicer, but then obviously when if they're not here and they're just in the comments, I can be a little bit yes. nicer. I hope that wasn't too harsh either. All right, Eric, anything you want to cover that we might have missed? Anything on top of mind? No, no. Uh, thanks for having me here, Steve. I appreciate it. No, thanks for coming on. I, I love what you do. I'm a big fan of your work. So thank you guys so much. Or thank you, Eric, for coming on. I'm going to end it with one more joke, and then I'm going to hit all the plugs as well. All right, Eric, don't let your internet drop. Make sure it's strong. Oh, it, it honestly did last time. <laughs> I recently joined the popcorn army. I recently joined the popcorn army. I've already been promoted to colonel. <laughs> all right guys number one right. if you thought if you liked it 10 if you thought it was super lame the website is overpassapps.co.uk go overpass get, check out yes. i'm sorry there's no apps overpass oh i'm sorry eric overpass.co.uk overpass.co.uk or the youtube channel is overpass apps and that is all linked up into the description go check out eric's a phenomenal dude if you're looking if you're a corporate guy, right, Eric? If you're looking, yeah. you got extraordinary budget. No, I'm kidding. But if you're yeah, looking to get your huge. app developed, go check them out. Huge, huge budget. That's all, that's all, Eric. Eric, do you want to send the listener, the viewer, anywhere else? Oh, he's frozen again. See? Uh, okay.
All right, I'll okay. go on. Uh, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> it's getting dark there in the UK. It you know the internet goes as the sun goes, right? Is that what happens? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we got solar powered internet, so we don't at night we don't watch anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But you want to send the, the listener, the viewer, anywhere else besides your website, Overpass? No, the YouTube channel would be great. Yeah, because, um, like I said, we're a lot of us app developers. We just, you know, we just hang out. We just chat. You know, it's um, it's fun. Yeah, check out Eric's YouTube live streams that happen every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific. I only know the California time, 10 a.m. Yeah. Pacific. And then I think it's 6 p.m. UK time, right? Yeah, 6 p.m. UK time, yeah. yeah. Court Funk. Yo, Eric, you have a YouTube channel. Yeah, he does. I don't know if that was a question I or not. But then JoJo was thought it was super lame. Bianca. Bianca, you're too easy. You always give it a one. Juice says 10. Bianca says, thanks, guys. Anthony, thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. You too as well. <laughs> He's still sitting there, I think. Yes, he is, Court Funk. But he is back. And you weren't lying, Eric. That's what Mo and Deer said. But once again, guys, it is overpass.co.uk or check out the YouTube youtube channel by searching for overpass apps as well eric thank you so much for coming on and doing this thanks steve thank you all for watching and i will see you guys what do we got on next week let me check the calendar next week we've got all right we're going to talk all about ua and how do you fund that ua with some from games boost what they do is kind of like paul and bravo if you guys seen them in the past on these youtube live streams they help you fund your game so you better have a monetization channel better be working but if you're making some money already they're a great way to really scale up without losing equity. So instead of, I got a question earlier from people who were like, how do I find investors? Well, you might not need investors. Games Boost will actually fund your app's growth as long as you have a working model. So check out that next Friday. Have a great weekend, guys. Eric, thanks for coming on again, man. This is great. Thanks, you. Have a great weekend. Thanks for making it more geeky. You know, I'm talking too much marketing. You can be way geekier. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.